Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode we have got a double feature review for you. We are talking about Tomb Raider and Pacific Rim. We're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on guys? This is Ron. This is Hyde. <laughs> and this is Michael. Covering for Hyde. Yes. Uh, Dylan is uh, on the show again. Uh, What's up boy? Covering for Hyde. Thanks um, for coming. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Uh, sorry you had to see these movies. Yeah. Uh, spoiler. Uh, spoiler. Like he wasn't already going to see these I movies. I was not. But whatever. You were going to see. Okay, well. we'll you got movie pass. Okay, whatever. What? <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> uh, spoilers for Tomb Raider and Pacific Pacific Rim Uprising and the first Pacific the first Rim. The first one, if you I haven't guess. seen it, yeah. It's, it's five years old, so, <laughs> I mean, whatever. What's the statute of limitations on spoilers? Like One week. One week? One week. Get it out quick. If you haven't seen it, oh well. Oh I mean, well. I'm say a month. No. That's too long. I see. Two weeks. Um, but before we start talking about this, uh, also make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode because we have uh, an interview. Uh, earlier, Ron and I caught up with uh, Jeremy Hahn. Yes, we did. A uh, comic creator who's going to be in store on Free Comic Book Day. Um, May 5th. And this week, uh, today of the release day um, of this uh, podcast, his uh, Realm Number One, Volume, volume One, one. Yep. Bedrock City exclusive cover of the trade comes out today. Yes, it's yes. limited to four hundred copies. Four hundred. Four hundred. Not four thousand. Which we are uh, down quite a few. I know we had some people pre-order it, so yeah, yeah. I'll be getting mine today. It's a Dungeons and Dragons homage. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really we cool. Got some dragons on it, and we got to talk to him in a dungeon. It's only nine ninety nine. Yes, that image, that image uh, one, right? introductory. Yeah, exactly. Volume, yeah. Um, and it's, it was a really fun interview. Uh, Ron and I got to, yeah, to cool. talk to him about D and D. We talked D and D. It was fun. Uh, and it's funny they both play Drow. Yeah, different classes. Different but, classes, but yeah. I mean, still the Dark Elf. Yes, of course. Excellent. Um, but stick around for that. Not to give it. Not to give too much away about that interview. Um, but that's <laughs> at the back end of the episode. Um, but before we get into the review, uh, let's make sure we don't forget our. Pickle, pickle of the week. week! Pickle of the so, week. Who a pickle? I was at a uh, art show with Nick, Nicholas. Yes. Shout out uh, Nick. And he wants us to do Pickle of the Week. I don't really, pickle I don't of really the week? care about pickle? any, because it's off the Rick and he's the whole thing. See, well, I didn't know this was a Pickle Rick reference until like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I'm now not about I it. I don't even want to do the screaming of Pickle of the Week. Okay. But well, I give him the Hyde's, one. Hyde's gone. I so. give him the one. Pickle, pickle, I give him the pickle. All right. That pickle was for of you, the week Nick. sounds like a variation of Man Crush Monday. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so I guess I'm, somebody's about I, to hashtag that start. I, I am. I'm okay with calling it pickle of the week, but without the shout. Just like, okay, we're ready for a pickle, pickle of the, of the week. week. All right. All right. So my pickle of the week is Lockjaw number two. Um, of course. Featuring Abzar. I mean Kazar on the front. <laughs> it says that on the front. Of course. Um, I love this book. Well, yeah, it's, it's great. It's for you. It's it's amazing. It's got Demo Man, or no. Yeah, D-Man. Demolition Man. D-Man. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Who? D-Man. Okay. Everybody's favorite. Sure. He's better than Spider-Man. Dylan, you want to go? Do you, you consider yourself a D-Man? So my uh, pickle of the week. <laughs> pickle of the week. Pickle of the week. <laughs> of the week. Uh, Shout out, Nick. Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze, uh, number one, is the... The Tarnation? Dan- uh, tarnation. Tarnation uh, uh, tie-in. <laughs> Shout out, Space. And then, uh, the series has been pretty good. I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. So okay. There you go. Cool. That's it. That's about it. What, Dylan, what's your pickle of the week? <gasps> My pickle of the week is uh, <laughs> Why? a Why? Why did I start novel? this? A graphic novel. Yeah. Oh, I know which one. 
What do you think? Annihilation. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> a really good Marvel event. It's been it, out of yeah. print for forever. For forever. So they they put a complete collection out that came out this week. Spoilers. Ooh, they normally put them out before big movies. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, you never know. It could tie into the movie somehow. Wow. It's a. I mean, it's got Silver Surfer as a big part of it. Okay. It might <gasps> we might get Silver Surfer in the movie. Oh man, that that would be. That would be that'd pretty be, sweet. That'd be. Lit. I don't believe that rumor. But oh, me neither. And the second one, right? That's. I mean, the Fox deal has to go through first, so not this one. I don't think. Yeah, everybody sort of put the the horse before the carriage or the cart before the horse with that, you know. They think it's that. like done, you know, but it's not. Like, right, it's it has not to go through. Yet, the, but, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, was it thirteen months? Something like that. I think yeah, that's yeah. why they are delaying these. X-Men movies. Probably. Like hoping the deal goes through in time. For and, and with that, we did lose another Power Rankings film. So now we're down, uh, to, eight. Yeah. We're down to 18. Right, down to 18. Eight. Even number. An even number. Phoenix. Not, not terrible. Dark Phoenix. X-Men Dark Phoenix. Got pushed back to Valentine's Day 2019. Yeah. It's, it does have a better release date. It does. There was a lot of competition Dylan, on that Dylan, I want to remind you, Dark Tower also came out in February. That's, so where, did, they, that's where they dumped the trash. But so 14, did Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool came out that same weekend and so did... It was something else. One I can't... of the highest grossing movies of all time, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that well, might be a bad comparison. Something else came out in February that was big, and I can't February, remember February, Deadpool made Oh, Black Panther. Bigger. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I lied. Dark Tower came out in summer. It got pushed back. It, it was supposed to be out in February. February right? <laughs> it was going to come out in February. I'm going to wait the sex. put out in August or something. August. Yeah, like, which is also a good month. But I know. And New Mutants got pushed back again. To 20... To August. August 2019. Yeah. So that movie's never coming out. I don't think it's good. It had, I don't a, think it it had a trailer, and it had a good trailer. It had a good trailer. I think people are, some people are speculating that it's going to come out on the streaming service for Disney. Ooh. But obviously that deal has to go through, but Mary we'll see what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. something, yeah, basically. That's how you know it's bad. Well, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was and then they, yeah, Well, wait, I think that's all for the moves, right? The uh, moves that... Yes, uh, there was another bit of news that they canceled uh, the animated Deadpool uh, TV show uh, by uh, Donald Glove. Oh, I was looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, I was. Looking that forward didn't even, to. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, sorry. What else? You know what? Salvage. Yeah. Lando. Yeah, he's gonna be Deadpool. I mean, he, he was done. He was writing it. Oh, he was writing it. I don't know if he who, if he was gonna voice act it, but okay. Well, I see. Oh well. Anyway, <laughs> so let's talk, talk about other stuff instead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, well, on one of these movies, at least, I know Dylan and I are in the minority, for sure. Which one? The first one. Tomb Raider. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Are we? I mean, the Rotten Tomatoes, so we're going to talk about Tomb Raider now. The Rotten Tomatoes is 50%, right in yeah. the middle. So we're, I wouldn't say minority. Well, it's yeah, I guess we're, yeah, we're on the one half of it. We're on the correct side, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you go by top critics, it's 43. Oh, we. Um, but anyway, so what's the viewer? Sixty-five. Okay. But you, can't, you can't trust that. Yeah. So you can't. You, yeah. The days of trusting those are over. I don't even know what I'm doing. But anyway, so um, <laughs> we saw Dylan and I saw uh, Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. in a really interesting and just a weird theater experience because we were perfecting our movie pass trick, which yeah. which we won't have to do anymore. <laughs> right. Because we can, because we're gonna be able to pre-buy tickets. No, that's for Landmark. Not oh, only for Landmark. Yeah, for River. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was across. No. Okay. Okay. There's some news I didn't hear about. Oh yeah. The, well, the, the movie, movie the movie pass news is. I mean, the only thing that it affects is uh, Mark Cuban, who owns Landmark Theaters, which okay. is the uh, River Oaks, you know, okay. the art house theater. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, they're gonna now accept movie pass. Gotcha. They're gonna work closely with movie pass, like um, 
Studio Movie Grill does. Like, you can pre-buy your... You don't have to be within 100 yards. Oh, You can oh, pre-buy your things. You can do, like, seating in the app. Well, with River Oaks doesn't do seating, but I'm sure there are yeah, some landmarks that with, do. with um, Studio Movie Grill, you can. Oh, mm-hmm. did not know that. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe more uh, chains will start doing that. That'd be cool. I mean, Mark, Mark Cuban is one of those guys that, you know, people tend to listen to in business sure. to a degree. Yeah. So it is very like small fish, so like there's only fifty six theaters or something. Right. Around. So I mean, I don't know, but I mean like if it goes well, yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to it um, because I'm ready to not pay full price. And it, they just lowered it to six ninety five. I'm so mad. I know. And you can't cancel it. And, and well, yeah, because if you cancel it, it, you it it's a wait months. period. Yeah. I'd wanted to. Do, I looked into that. Yeah, it, dude, it's yeah, it's nonsense. Because you, but you have to pre-buy for a year. Yeah. But I mean, but still. Well, yeah, but yes, at six ninety nine, it's crazy. Those are suckers who pay nine ninety five. Yeah. You feel like they would grandfather you in. We are grandfathered to the high price. Yeah. <laughs> Although lower. we're not really grandfathered because no. can you imagine if you were part of the people we'll talk about Tomb Raider yeah, at some point. I mean, yeah, can whatever. you imagine if yeah, you were yeah. one of the group of people who were paying forty dollars a month for this? Oh boy. And then. Yeah, I assume. I mean, they, at that point, they've been canceled. It. Well, I'm. I would assume. I'm assuming. Right? Like, they had, keeps that. They had to let those people lower it down yeah, to nine ninety nine. I, I would. Yeah, to. you would assume so. But I mean, man. if they're going monthly, then yeah. Yeah, but back. I mean, even still at forty dollars, like for Dylan and I, that might be a, a, a right for you know for some people. Yeah, I mean, we see typically four to five movies a month. So that. Yeah. I mean, you're saving a little bit of money that right. way. Right. But mm-hmm. now it's just bonkers. So by the way, if you don't have a movie pass. Uh, shout out Movie Pass. We're not sponsored, <laughs> but, uh, but if you're listening, but if you're listening, Movie Pass. Hey. Uh, hashtag Movie Pass 2018. <laughs> see all the movies. Oh, um, but boy. anyway, we did use Movie Pass to go see uh, Tomb Raider, and we Thank used our God. little Movie yes, Pass trick. Um, but Dylan was not able to sit with us because our trick didn't work fully. Yeah, that sucks. I heard I about that. Myself. Yeah. Next to people who were enjoying the movie. Ooh, that, that's fun. Oh, <laughs> I was like, they, ah. oh, they they weren't. They were enjoying it. Oh, and it made me. I hate the movie even more. Like, what are, you, are we watching the same movie? I know. Yeah, this sucks. I don't... Okay, so... Well, let's... let's. All right, so you have Tomb Raider at 16. Yeah, I would... No, yeah. I have it at 16. I'm sorry. Uh, you have it at 18. Dylan has it last. I have it 18 out of 19, which I is now 17 out of 18. 18 out of 18? Well, 17 out of 18. I have Pacific Rim last. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, because every, right, everything's yeah, no, sliding I got up you. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Jean Grey's gone. Yep. <laughs> Well then, uh, yeah. So I Dylan has a dead last. Um, I so we nobody expected much out of this. No, I it, mean I was. Uh, it was rotten as anticipated. I was hoping it was decent at the at the most. But we. I don't. Know. I don't think it was even decent. Trailer. I mean, I don't think anybody could realistically expect this movie to be good. No, I think that Rotten Tomatoes is higher than. I. Most I mean, it expected. is. Yeah, I agree with that. It's higher I than I thought it was going to be. Fifty is a win. I feel like yeah. for Tomb Raider, yeah, for sure. I think that'll enable them to make another one. No, it's not making any money. No, no it's, it's not. not. No. Uh, so first week it got twenty three million. Okay. If you're in the forties, you're good. But twenty three is pretty bad. Yeah. For I mean, for the well, two weeks, it, it's up to forty two. So yeah, but you're supposed to do like U.S. opening. Right. For sure. 40s, you, you need so to do at least forty. Pretty, yeah. You're decent. You know. So right. yeah, and the, like the budget was ninety four. So well, it'll make it. Up, it'll make that up. And they thought it would. It's actually doing okay in China because oh, they, it's, they, it's not uh, bad, not great, but it's doing okay. That's why they hired 
the other guy? The, the captain. Yeah, was to like cross from a vagina. Oh, that makes sense. But he was so bad, though. Yeah, so he helped a little bit, but it's still not, it's not going to be in the green. No. Yeah, probably not. I mean, eventually, after... I would like them to make another one. Not theatrically, but... Um, Give another shot. I don't think I want to see another one. So if they make another... Well, yeah. Well, that's a whole other thing, like... Um, but well, well, we'll talk. If about they it. make another one, you like with Alicia Vikander, or yeah, that's the only way I would see it. Yeah, but yeah. even so, I don't. New director, a new writer, and Alicia Vikander, Ali- Alicia. Sorry. So Is it Alicia. Yeah. Okay. My movie experience watching this, I was like, all right. So I play. I remember how we were talking about it. I started playing the new game, right? The reboot when it came out, and um, I was like, man. Like, some of this stuff I remember looking at the movie, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of this stuff is in the game. That was good, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm going to go back and play the game. They got me. I was like, I want to play the game now. Right. And I was telling Michael, I thought I had it. I didn't have it. I bought it yesterday because it's on sale for okay. like eight bucks. Wow. I started game. playing it. It is a game. Like I, I started playing it again. I was like, oh, yeah, I see. You can see that they took a lot from the game. The game's better than the movie. And just... And just like changed it up a bit to where it failed in that mm-hmm. aspect. I mean, but they got me. I mean, they got me. If Square Enix was like, we're gonna make this movie to make people buy their games, they got me. Cause now I'm playing it, and now I want the second one too, and probably the third one. So there you go. I mean, so th- I mean that that worked, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, I I guess the point of all video game movies is to sell a video game, right? Right. At some I point. would assume so, right? I I don't know. Like, well, uh, they, I don't they, think so. they were really blatant that. with it with Assassin's Creed. Well, obviously, but because um, they said that in, a, in, a, in an interview. But like they got me. I, don't I think mean, they like make up enough. Well, right. I, I Same mean, way co- like, superhero movies don't. How do, make we don't even know how that themselves. equates itself. Like, or the, I don't know if they get they make the movies to get you to buy the game. They make the movies in hopes that the people that buy the game will go see the movie. I don't maybe, think they're yeah, making this out both. of. But it's such a small percentage. Of people. That is also I mean, true. Like we're surrounded by video gamers. So. Right. We think it's a lot of people. No, I got you. Sometimes it seems that way, but it's really not that. No. It's like comic... I mean, it's a lot more than comic book readers, but... It's the same type of thing, though. It's like, I would get that at GameStop. It's like, I see, you know, the same people all the time. Like, it's not new faces every single day. for sure, for sure, for sure. You know, you're seeing the same regular... I mean, mean, like, even to the comic book stuff, we see people come in and buy Black Panthers and buy Infinity Gauntlet books. But it's not like... Right. I mean, it's not crazy. Public industry saved thanks to... No, no, I agree. It's not, like, crazy. But, like, you see a little uptick. You're like, all right, that's not bad. That's what I'm saying. Once they... they're making a little bit more money. Once you get somebody into a game, at least the first one, like, you already sold them. If they like the game, they're going to more or less buy the second one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. but uh, anyway, so the, this movie um, was directed by uh, Roar Uthog. <laughs> uh, what has he done? No, hmm? What has he done? Um, nothing in English. This is oh. his first movie. He's a Norwegian film filmmaker. He's made five or six hmm. um, Norwegian mo- films um, that, that are well, well-ish received. I mean, in Norway. Okay. So, I, I mean, so, so he's not like a well-known director. And he's but not he's a, not a horror. But he's also not a first-time director. Right, for sure. He's a first-time English director, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I think this movie, <laughs> I don't think it was directed terribly, I guess, but I, I don't think... I think the, the I didn't think it was the worst thing ever, I think to be honest. the only thing redeemable... If if it wasn't Alicia Vikander playing... The, if it was just like some... Some random... Some random actress that yeah. is, you know, not... Academy Award nominated talented actress. Yeah. Then who we? Yeah, you, for sure. You're no, in. 
You're in the 20s, right? Yeah. I didn't care anything about any of any the other characters. No, I, none. None, yeah. The dad. The dad. Oh, the man. The captain. God. Like. Any other people on the island. Like, there were so much bad effects, too. Like, there was bad hair. Like, the wig on the dad on the island. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh dude. Yeah. yeah. Was, a lot of that is on the director, I feel like. Like, he should have seen. I agree. You could have looked like at it and be like. Setting. It had, like, the potential to be really pretty, you know? True. And. Yeah, they didn't, and that's very muddy looking, like very right. And the and game looks fantastic, and See, I was I, I was kind of confused the a little bit, like for some stuff. And been like, this could be better. Yeah, at least for some like, stuff. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, like, and the, it had actually a really big budget. Like, yeah, I mean, ninety two. Yeah, that's, it's cra- yeah. That's large. I don't see where it went. Yeah, so it looked like a mid mid budget movie to me. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess um, they used it a lot on effects, but the effects weren't great. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. I don't see where it went. Maybe, maybe she got paid a lot. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Um, But, because there were some really terrible effects in this movie. Like, there were the part, well, the part with the the rolling spike bar or whatever that looked like a video game. Why'd they put that in the trailer, too? I don't know, because that was pretty lame. I mean, they they must. Well, they had to get all the action shots in the trailer, and, you know, they weren't that many. (laughs) No, and and it felt like there were just levels. They went to this level. Now we're going to the yeah, the sure. slave camp level. Now we're going to the tomb. Now we're going to the bike level. Can you give it a pass for that because it's a video game movie? Or no. 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 Uh, no. I didn't like if, that part of if it. If it's done well, maybe, but it I wasn't. I got really annoyed at the first two levels of the movie. The, the bike <laughs> the bike. Yeah, I didn't the, care about the bike. The robbery. Like once you got, On like, the boat? No, oh, right well, before not in, she got right, the boat. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, it was. they weren't great. Those were really unnecessary. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like... And the boxing level. And, <laughs> and to its gaming qualities, I guess, she just got everything handed to her. Like, whenever she got the the axe pick, just, like, right there. That's what I was just like, Well, yeah, I was just like, okay, she got, she got I guess. Cool, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. At least she wasn't, like, a Mary Sue. Like, she wasn't great at everything. She kind of... Wasn't that good at... Well, yeah, and that's how the game starts off. She's, I mean, she's starting out as... Yeah. What we know her as Tomb Raider. Which, so let's talk about the end of the movie. Oh, right? Okay. And she goes, oh, I, who cares about the rest of the, I mean, for it? Who, who cares about the no, poison yeah, I, Egyptian lady? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Can we talk about the puzzle? The color puzzle that she has to solve? Oh, oh my lord. <laughs> Bro, that was the stupidest thing I've seen in a movie in a really long I'm time. I'm running out of floor here. This Blue and yellow do make green. Yeah. <laughs> and I, only she could figure that out. Only she could. I don't... I, I felt I was being insulted at that moment. <laughs> when she's solving this puzzle, my friend Robert looks over at me and he's like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah. It's, yeah like, it's... You took me to this. Thanks. <laughs> you know? But he doesn't care also. He'll see anything. He's got a he movie got move, pass. Okay, he got... Okay. Yeah, I was like, if pass. he doesn't have movie passes, it's, it's, uh, mm. why you treat him like that? No, he'll see, yeah. he'll see anything. Um, he... Yeah, he has no standard for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the end of the movie, the tomb rating wasn't very good. The last half oh, of the movie. oh yeah, no, it wasn't great. I was like, what are you talking about? You trying to like make some the rating joke? of the tomb? <laughs> well, no, that was no, the tomb great. part of the movie. No, no yeah, it wasn't great. No, no, no. no, there was nothing great about this movie. And you know, you know what was really annoying for me as a technical aspect, the aspect ratio was really strange. Did it did change a couple. I mean, see, I didn't, I didn't catch it. I, I just don't catch things like that. The, like, like y'all do. particularly the part with the, with the, with the spinny spike pole thing. Uh huh. That part was way wider than the rest of the movie. You gotta get the whole spike. 
<laughs> it's like in it, it's like when you go see a movie in IMAX that only is filmed partially in IMAX right. and like it is just so full, full, yeah, yeah. For sure. It was like that, but there was no IMAX part. <laughs> so <laughs> it's so funny. It was bad. Uh, so the end of the movie, she you know she gets in, she figures out the head mistress is working with the Oh my god, people. how did the dad not know based on that photo? <laughs> bro, based bro. on that photo? That was bro, clearly just like her. Anne, what's her name? Well, I don't know. Whatever. But even so. <laughs> so we get lady. she goes to the Claire uh, she goes to the uh what's the place where she where you buy the pawn shop. And they, she sees the guns back there and she's just like it's rock oh, and load. I'm like Alright, wait, hold on, wait. This doesn't happen in the game, so are you going to the Oh, who What's cares her name? about that? But if you're gonna make a second movie, just keep her like she had the braid too. They wanted to give you. That's like what I'm a... saying. It's just like she's going to be that character at some point. No, I don't no, want it that. was just an Easter egg. No, nah, fam. The you old you tell me. You she's tell me. Get the two forty five. She literally and... had the two guns and the braid. Like, you that's tell all, me. That's the whole movie two. It. She won't be that. No, because she's gonna be that. No, she won't. I, the, well, well, that's not movie two. So yeah, y'all need to go out there and watch this movie two more times so we can make it. Talk to like. 30 people. Who listens, who listens to this? Nobody? Nick. Okay. Shout out, Nick. Nick, I need you don't to watch it, it 50 times. Don't go see it. So yeah. we can no, make don't. a second movie. So I guess we got to go ahead and rate this stupid movie. Um, now, speaking for the person who isn't here, I know Hyde actually really enjoyed this movie. Oh, well then. Um, and there Sorry, are people Hyde. who enjoyed this movie. Clearly, it's half and half. Yeah. With an audience rating of, what did I say, 60? It's not like a 65? No, it's not abysmal. It's painfully average. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but... I'll get into it later, but that that's why I think I like Pacific Rim more than I like Tomb Raider. Because it's a worse movie, but <laughs> it knows it's a bad movie. Tomb Raider's trying to be decent and good. Yeah, yeah. I agree with I feel like Tomb Raider thinks it's more powerful than it is. Pacific yeah. Rim knows it's Fast and the Furious. Like, you they mean know, it knows it's Transformers? Well, yeah. you know what I mean. It knows, it, <laughs> it knows what it is. Transformers doesn't know it's Transformers. I think that last one did. <laughs> what a bitchin' car. Yeah. <sighs> God. <sighs> Fun times. Some people love those movies. Yep. Um But anyway, um, oh, right. who, who's going to kick it off with the scores? <sighs> so since uh, Hyde's out here, we're going to want to film it at 9-2. 9-2? Yeah, sure. okay. yeah. No, we didn't. No. But okay. I, mean, I'm just, I was about to say. That's what I'm going to give him. I'm going to give it a 4-0. Ooh. Okay. That's not terrible. I mean, no, it could be worse. It's, it's, not, been worse it's got movies. an average score of 5-4, okay. which is way better. Would you say 4-0? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I am gonna give this a three five. I I was miserable. I wanted to leave. Yeah, not yeah. And D- and Dylan had a discussion with me on the way out. It's like since he wasn't sitting with me, he was like, "Would Michael notice if I left?" <laughs> I did think about leaving. I was like, "No, he'd be mad." Because he he, we mad. weren't even sitting together. So I was like, "I could have just left, and he wouldn't even know until the end." But because he'll be like, see what you, you're like, "Where'd Dylan go?" Where'd he just... I would have been so mad because then. I would have stuck it out. Like, I, I almost did just, it, though. I could have just left. I almost did it. could have just left. I, I respect you for staying. Oh, boy. That, at least I had Robert to just, like... Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's, what, that's why I almost... I mean, you would have been fine. Yeah. 4-0. 4-0? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. What's Sorry. your favorite part of the movie? Alicia Vikander? That's it. Oh, boy. End credits. Um... Uh, Burr, 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 burr. I, I, what I said earlier, they took aspects of the game that I remembered, which didn't do well, but I like that they kept it Video more game or reference. less. Yeah. Video game references. It was just like some of the stuff she did, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember doing that in the game. Yeah. 
and then like I did that recently. So yeah, it, okay. You know, so cool. Okay, um, we're gonna move on to the movie that came out the following week, this past Friday, and uh, dethroned Black Panther <laughs> from number one. I hate that that was the headline. I know. In Black Panther's sixth week, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on, it doesn't count. <laughs> right. Um, so before we get into Pacific Rim, what's really funny is Matt from Clear Lake, uh, who I worked with today, is a big fan. He really enjoyed the movie. and <laughs> But his prediction for box office, he says, next week, it's going to be Ready Player One, Black Panther, Pacific Rim. It's like Pacific Rim's going to drop two behind Ready Player One and Black Panther. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. I, I And I, yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but I completely agree. I'm like, the, there's no way Pacific Rim hangs on. No, for not, two weeks, not, not behind Ready Player One, not even a chance. Ready Player One's gonna smash it. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't mean t- number one. I'd be like, it might be number two. You think so? I think it'll be. Number and two. then whoever saw that headline of Pacific Deep Rim, Black yeah, Panther, just like, all right, cool, we gotta go again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll go see Black Panther. You think me, D, out. and five other black people? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just five. I mean, that's all it takes. Uh, I'll, I'll go see Black Panther again. I'll go buy a couple of tickets with my movie pass. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, this, it still counts as ticket sales, does it not? What's other movies to see? That's true. I'm sorry, Ron. Yeah, we still got to see. No, right, think yeah. about all the movies. We got to see Pacific, Panther, I mean, uh, Ready Player One. Yeah. Like Annihilation. Annihilation, yeah. Yeah, poor Annihilation. Poor, you know, this is why Black Panther sucks, is because it made our showtimes so hard. It did. Oh, yeah. Black Panther was playing on, like, half the screens at every theater. For sure. And every showtime was, like, 7 o'clock or, like, 10. Right, and we close at 7, so it's impossible to get to 7 o'clock yeah, showtime. Yeah, that is right. Which is why we're seeing Ready Player One on Wednesday uh, next week, by the way. Oh, no, tonight. As yeah, it, when this as, airs. as it airs. Yeah. airs. If, if you want to come see it with us, we're seeing it at Dunvale, AMC Dunvale, uh, by the West Hammer location at 8 p.m. The classy theater. Y'all have fun. The, I'm going yeah. Friday. <laughs> <You think? laughs> oh, y'all going. We're going to Dunvale, yeah. You no. think that guy will be there? Yes. Yes, I will. Um, but anyway, so we're going to talk about Pacific Rim <laughs> Uprising. Um Directed by Stephen S. DeKnight uh, in his feature film directorial debut. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. So first first movie. However, he was the showrunner for uh, showrunner for Daredevil season one. Which he did is, a lot of TV. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, so that I guess that just goes to show you that you just can't necessarily go from good TV to good movies because this was that is, trash. That is true. Yes. Yeah. This is straight hot garbage. <laughs> however. If it came, if I had to watch Pacific Rim twenty times or Tomb Raider twenty times, it would be Pacific Rim. For sure, all day. I, I would. There's so much more to see. Uh, yeah, there's there's bright it's colors. It's prettier. The effects are better. Tomb Raider. And and it's, I watch Tomb Raider more. And it's yeah. so, and and Pacific Rim is at least kind of funny sometimes. Like I laughed. I laughed at some of the. Charlie stupid, Day was funny. Did you laugh or laugh at it? I laughed at the part with. Uh, uh, John Boyega and Scott Eastwood. I don't remember characters. The ice cream part? The ice cream part. <laughs> Bro, are you for real? I did. I laughed. I, I laughed at the ice cream part. I, I laughed when Charlie Day was trying to be evil, but I don't think we were supposed to think it was Yeah, funny. I don't think we were supposed to think that no. was funny. He was supposed to act like Charlie Day. Yeah, I like, mean... He was supposed to be possessed by... Spoiler. Spoiler? We are, yeah, we are Charlie Day is the villain. He's supposed to be like possessed by a the kaiju, kaiju brain? Or <sighs> they called him something. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. They but he's him, still acting the same. They called who? What? The, the kaiju po- Alice? No, 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 the actual... No, the actual... Yeah, Alice, sure. No, the actual creatures are called something. I can't remember what they No, are. I don't know. Yeah, who cares? Now, did you see... Okay, sp- speaking of... Don't jump all around, because who cares? At the end of the movie, when they have the kaiju coming, and then, then uh, he, like, makes them, like, form up to make one big kaiju? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that kaiju's called? 
Mega it's, Kaiju. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I on, made that up. On the tablet that he's using, it says <laughs> Mega Kaiju. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're fighting a Balrog now. Or this is the part where they fight Diablo. That's fine. Wow. Yeah. So the story of this movie is... uh, Yeah, what's the plot of this movie? The plot of this movie is John Boyega is Idris Elba's son. Mm -hmm. Who Who doesn't want to be his son. Well, he doesn't want to cancel the apocalypse. He doesn't want to be like... He's not his father. He doesn't want to cancel the apocalypse. As he said a couple times throughout the movie. I'm not my father. But he is his father. Or he is his son. Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) I'm not my father. Anyway... He, he's John a, Boyega. Yeah. John Boyega it plays uh, Idris Elba's son, the uh, hero from the first movie, kind of the hero from the first movie, I guess, is the, the, the military man uh, who piloted Coyote Tango, I believe, was the name of his mech. Um, and then... Uh, I'm already bored. <laughs> yeah, Idris Elba died in the first movie at the end, spoilers, and then he didn't know he had a kid other than Mako, and now mm-hmm. we find out he's got John Boyega, because why not? Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> The kaiju are back. Uh, John Boyega is the uh, reluctant hero who they have. To, who's been kicked out of the academy for steel. very stereotypical. Like, yeah. Oh, he just uh, parties now. And, yeah. Yeah. He's able Sell to sell scraps or whatever to get gummy bears and stuff. Scavenger. Yeah. <laughs> to get gummy bears. That's so stupid. I was watching this movie. I'm like, is this for real? Oh God, this they is were like, giving him like candy. And stuff. This is like a YouTube video. Oh boy. Um, and then there's the it. He, he teams up with a the, with a twelve year old girl who built somehow built her own miniature Jaeger. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, pilot one. And there and there were there were two montages in this movie. One with narration and one without. Then in the beginning there was the montage explaining to you the universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the Pan Pacific Defense Call. We we pilot Jaegers. They're big robots. We fight kaiju. You know, blah 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 blah. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. You know, it's like what. what did, are they just assuming no one's seen the first one? And yeah, of course. They have to do that. Did they? I mean, like, it's monsters. I feel like they did it all in the Transformers. It's monsters too. and robots. Like, yeah. it's, does it matter? Like, does, I Look mean, at the audience. I mean, <laughs> probably don't remember the first one. I, yeah. Uh, well, the first one came out in 2013, so that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, relatively, in movie terms. And the, the first one uh, was directed by uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yes. And had a lot more story, story and heart. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, it was still a big stupid action movie, obviously. Um, yeah. But you know, it was a lot prettier too. It was. Yeah. And the novelization of that book is act- of that movie is actually really good. Um, uh, it has a lot. It details the all the the teams' backstories, and it's really <sighs> interesting. Um, but so yeah, and they have to the the kaiju are back for some reason. When they're uh, like morphing with. With the Jaeger, yeah, with Jaeger. Oh my yeah. God, the part, <laughs> the part, my dudes. When you realize that, you know, there's this rogue Jaeger that keeps showing up, and then you realize that it's being piloted by, the, by uh-huh. like a kaiju brain or something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then like w- once everybody, once the audience realizes it, you know, they hit the switch to bring all the drones because right. there's this corporation that's yeah. working on the 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 the, the Jaeger drones Fun to. Time. Yeah, and then uh, they're secretly kaijus. Mm-hmm. I remember know? that misdirection. We thought it was the 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 woman, but it was. Yeah, but but <laughs> when, but remember the part when like when they activate them, and then like they grow like little tendrils out of the Ooh, mouth, and they have like oh, little yeah. spikes. Like, why? Because so is that so you know they're bad. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I know okay. the bad guys. And no, because it went haywire. Yeah, one of the most annoying parts of the movie for me was when John Boyega. Yeah, is and he was fine in this movie, I guess, but he they didn't give him anything to do. But um, yeah. what is when 
they're standing around the table, you know, trying to figure out what's going on with all these kaiju coming back, these three kaiju or whatever. And they're like, <laughs> well, wait, you you said, what if they're not coming to attack us? What if they're coming for something? And then oh, like, right. And, and like, they did the little... And, and, and they, like, <laughs> zoom and enhance, triangulate, you know, reverse the polarities, you know, whatever it is. And, like, no, they're going to Mount Fuji. It's got all these elements that blah, blah. <laughs> nobody figured this out, like, this perfect solution. Like, nobody figured oh, this out in boy. 10 years since the events of the first movie. Nope. Nope. Just took John Boyega to go, oh, wait. Nah, they're going over there. Yep. Man. This movie was bad. Too bad back-to-back movies. But my favorite part of the movie is when... Uh, uh, Gypsy Avenger goes like this. He does like an anime pose. And then one of there's another one where one of them does a one of the Jaegers does a big jump in like anime lands. Like this uh, was a this was like a live action I anime. I mean But bad. Yeah. It's Gundams. Um who it's was who's your who was your favorite yeah, but Pat Labor no Pat Labor would be a great movie. No, I got you, but I mean it's it's all that. It's all that nonsense. Who was your favorite uh, Matt asked me, who was my favorite Jaeger in this movie? And my answer, I'll tell you, I don't know. I don't remember any it was, of them. I, I know which one's my favorite. But, uh, the or- oh, I know which one's the, my favorite, The too. orange ones with the lightsabers. The fast one. The, the, nin- one that- the ninja one. Yes. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. Well, All right, up, there you go. Up until he got ripped in half, that yeah. was by far the one that was For doing sure. the most damage. Oh, yeah. And kicking yeah, butt. Yeah, it was the coolest one. Yeah. And, and that also, was the fastest one. Like the other Scrapper ones are all man. really slow. I also like Scrapper. I guess. Scrapper, yeah, He was cute. He was cute. He was Bumblebee. Yeah, he reminded me of like a stupid little... Or she. But it wasn't cute anymore when it was piloted by that lady. That's because she got the upgrades. She was so annoying. She was awful. She was distractingly bad, her acting. Like the pilot, or like the captain of the boat in Tomb Raider. It, yeah. I'm not sure if it was bad. a language thing, because she's obviously not... Like, right. I don't know. English is I feel like I've seen language. her before in something else. I just can't She remember. was so bad. I mean, she, no, every, nobody was great in this movie. Like, I laughed a couple times at her, at her acting. Yeah, it was, it was atrocious. Um, so, uh, box office... Uh, it got twenty eight. Womp womp. <laughs> so, uh, budget is one fifty. No more Ooh. Pacific Rim movies. So it'll be a cartoon. Guillermo come back. You'd be like, what's <laughs> no, up? Del Toro is no. Nah, they ruined. His, I know he's done. Legacy. He is. He's director. He won best director and best picture. He's not going back to this. Passion project. <laughs> no, he's gonna. <laughs> no, please God, no. I, I'm looking it up, and they it is quote unquote the mega kaiju. It doesn't have a name, so oh, it is the mega man, kaiju. The mega kaiju. Um, and so uh, interesting. Also, um, the composer of the first movie was um, the guy who does the music. I don't know how to say his name from Game of Thrones. Okay. They replaced him. I guess they couldn't afford him, and they got somebody else. Who... They kept using his name though a lot. But, yeah, I well, guess they had to. But oh, yeah. Uh, man, all the characters in this movie. Like the, Dude, they I were na- all so Name wooden. one character name other than uh, John Boyega. Name one. Becky. I'm doing it because <laughs> I'm a little girl. Becky. I don't know. I can do it because I'm looking at it. Like Becky. Scott Eastwood, who I thought Nate? wasn't great either. Yes, Nate. Yeah. Nate Lambert. Oh, really? Did you? Good job. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I couldn't tell. Kaylee Spaney. Spaney. Kaylee. The girl. Okay. The little girl. She was so annoying. I didn't she know. Was fine. She was fine, but she was, her character was just so like, she was just there to bother. About say, I was upset about Jake. one character's death. That was the sister. I was like, Mako? oh, she was. She was interesting enough in the first. Well, I knew, I knew. Well, I, but uh, she was interesting in the first. And movie. she had, yeah, she was. She was a good. She was yeah. one of the best characters in the first movie, and she had like a total lame off-screen death, basically. Right. Yeah. Like she was know. just floating around in a helicopter, and it was like, fly away. 
Fly White the whole scene, you know? It's like, I guess someone just, die. I need to see Like, I know the their thing. comms went out, but, like, she just... <laughs> Our comms are out! <laughs> and they were just hovering there for the whole fight. You could have just, like, la- like, hurry up and land. Just quick Also, land. the Jaegers clearly had no, like, value of human life. No. Oh, so yeah. why is she just floating around? Like, do you remember one part where they he, like, took his whole... swords out and he just... Like, they stabbed into the yes, buildings yes, no, on remember, either side There of was him? a part in the movie where they... I can't remember, but somebody was like, is the city clear? And he was like, yes, it's clear. But right before that, he did yes. something stupid like that. I was like, what? And they show what? the people escaping, like, trying to go underground. Right. But it, like, it closes, but, like, some people couldn't get in. Right, like, yeah. They closed it. Like, I, thought that I was, was just like, the city's clear. It's fine. Destroy it. But before that, um, <laughs> Jake makes, like, I guess he's, like, trying Finn? to fight. Yeah, Finn. Yeah, Finn. Yeah. He, like, makes a magnetic, like, ball of all of these cars. Yes. And they like smash into they like like twenty cars maybe it like form into a ball and he throws it at someone. Like, how did you know those were empty? That yeah, that is also true. Man. Literally falling all over buildings, jumping through buildings. And they hated no Superman for destroying the city. Yeah, this was No no if you hate that, go see this movie. No no. It's felt like that Godzilla video game where you just basically use the buildings as what's it's it called, Michael? That one I like? The Godzilla Destroy all monsters. Yeah. We basically use the buildings and like environment as weapons, yeah, it for like sure. That. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, yes, it was an arena fighter. It was, a, yeah. it was a fighting game between the guys. You there was no the... dread though, because like no, you you know they're gonna everyone win. was on a robot, so they're not gonna get hurt. That's why I don't like mecha anime or for anything. sure. No, I agree. Right, I, mean, I know the one guy died or whatever, but, but like who cares? Like well, what who was, was that name? even? Yeah, <laughs> and the the whole like rivalry between Kaylee and like the other lady that was chip. so forced. Yeah. <laughs> the Russian lady. Yeah, who just hated her because right. she was new and she, yeah. she got she got to skip the line. Base yeah. But then had that like you hatred, make sure respect you build, at the end. Yeah, you build a better one. You build when a you come one. back, you build better. Or something. It's like what <laughs> all the accents and, were and, so and, fair. And then they got yeah. the, and then they manned the ship together because it was a three right. three person ship. Or also, or remember the first movie how it was like a big deal how you had to be like have like some kind of connection. Yes. Yeah. They anyone could two people could get in anything and Yeah. In any it was all fine. Yeah, like it was fine. a whole. Yeah, it was a whole process to like. Yeah. Drift together, and they, I feel like they treated drifting the the aspect of connecting the two minds, you know, whatever to to pilot the Jaeger. I feel like they treated that a lot more seriously in the first movie of like, n- not just like who can who is drift compatible, but just like what it's like to physically yeah, yeah. They and even they did a better job of it right then they de-drifted like somebody like got mm-hmm. their mind messed yeah, up yeah. yeah it's all yeah they just but how many at, times do they say like initiating neural handshake or whatever right yeah like said it so many times in this movie everybody had to do it dog and then Kaylee and and Jake could just team up Kaylee, well, they had Kaylee they, is the actress they had the connection oh, early on you don't See, know. I don't even know. I um, didn't, you um, could have told me her name. I couldn't. I didn't know if her name was Mara or Amara for the whole movie. Okay, what is because it? It's Amara. Oh, but she calls herself Mara. Sometimes. She looks more like a Kaylee. That is her name. So. Someone call her. Um. So, uh, side question: Is John Boyega ever going to be another good good movie other than Star Wars? Yeah, because the circle sucked. I forgot he was in that. Oh, what, I was, didn't see that movie. Was Detroit good? I didn't see Detroit. Apparently, that was good. Yeah, I didn't see Detroit. Either. Are you but, looking at it on Rotten Tomatoes? Or? No, I, okay. I was just looking at... He was in uh, Attack the Attack the Block, which I never saw. That's that a one's really funny good. one, right? Yeah, the sci-fi comedy thing. Yeah. I never saw it. Um, but yeah, he'll do he'll do good movies. I hope so. Because um, I like him, but... He just has to pick, pick good ones. You know, don't don't mm-hmm. pick Pacific Rim 2 without 
Guillermo in it. For or real. directed it, sorry. I mean, you're already in one blockbuster franchise. Right, you don't, you don't need don't, to be in Don't a, do the two quick. multi-franchise. Yeah. No. I don't feel like this hurt his career, though. No, so. no, 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 no. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't horrible in this movie. No, just, he wasn't. He wasn't everybody bad. was bad. Yeah, God. Scott This is a... I don't... I think he was kind of bad in this. Yeah, but that's... But I don't think that's his fault. I don't know. It might be. Like, what's the what's the script look like? It's, the right. script was horrible. Um, he somehow got, like, none of the charisma from his father. Um, so you know how on um, Rotten Tomatoes they'll have, like, the critics' consensus where they have, like, a little mm-hmm. paragraph summarizing? Yeah. Um, the first line is, Pacific Rim Uprising won't win any points for subtlety or originality. <laughs> oh, <laughs> But it delivers oh, enough of the Rock'em Sock'em Robots versus Kaiju thrills that the fans of the original will be looking for. So Subtlety. Let's talk about the nuance of Pacific Rim Uprising. Uh, yeah. Um, so let's let's get into the scores before we get to this interview. Oh, boy. Man. Does this need to be worth 2-5? Wow. <laughs> really? 2-5. Dude, I, don't, I didn't like this movie. You weren't, like, entertained throughout. Are you not? No, not really. I didn't want to leave at this one. No, I don't want to leave either, but I mean... Is this your Pacific Rim? It was it, funny, though. It was laughably, It was laughably bad. The montage where they, like, were fixing up the... Where they were you cleaning, do the limit? You know, ha- ha- hammering on stuff. And uh, yeah. no, man. That was... I, I leaned over, and I was like, is this seriously a montage right now? Are we getting a montage of them building up the Jaegers? Yeah, this is ri- ridiculous. Not about it, But, I, I mean, but I had a good time. I mean, it was trash. I mean, I, w- I won't willingly watch this movie again. Just like I won't... I w- yeah. But I wouldn't go out of my way. Like, if someone put it on... I wouldn't be like, turn this off. But if it was Tomb Raider, I would. I would actively try yeah, to avoid no, watching Tomb Raider no. again. If uh, this no. is also shorter than Tomb Raider, this is an hour and twenty nine minutes. Yeah. It felt pretty short. Yeah, it's awesome. It was all action. I yeah. mean, yeah, that's basically which what, is yeah. fine. There's another one. These characters that talk, right? It's like Tomb Raider. It's like it, there's way too much talking. This movie, <laughs> Tomb Raider, didn't know what it was. Pacific Rim knew exactly what it was. So the question is, I'm so you're giving it a? Are you really giving it a uh, yeah, two? Yeah, man. Two five. Brutal. Uh, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> I'm gonna give. Pacific Rim, a 4-0. Okay. Uh, okay. Pacific um, Rim Uprising, a 4-0. I'm going to give it a 4-5. Four, 4-5. Five. Four, five. So, ha- have no, a... No, bo- it feels too high. Well, you, you give Tomb Raider a 4. I know, but I like it a little bit better than Tomb Raider. But then 4-5 yeah. seems too, feels too high. The, aver- the average review is a 5. Yeah. I'll give it a 4-5. 4-5, four, four, alright. If you can go in knowing it's going to be terrible, like laughably bad... Right. You can get a 4.5 enjoyment out of it. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. Or you can get a 2.5. <laughs> so what is it you like about Tomb Raider more than this? Is it that the, the video game stuff? Yeah. But this was a video game. This was like watching an original game. I didn't cooler. care, though. The, I just didn't care. It was, I don't know. I felt it was just like a live-action anime. Just like a, like the, like a shonen, you know, young boy anime. You know, yeah. did I use that properly? I don't watch anime. Shonen is like the stuff that for targeted young boys. Sure. Um, I feel like it's something that would easily be on the cover of Shonen Jump. You know, the... Yeah. You know, it's either yeah, Naruto or this. Movie. Hmm? That's the point of this movie? Yeah, it's supposed to be like a cartoon. It well, felt like a cartoon. It felt Yeah, it did feel like an anime in the movie. There was the no... characters were so flat. No. I mean, it was... The love triangle? <sighs> did you like that love triangle? Oh my one? god, I forgot about it. Wait, what, what love Between... triangle? Between Scott Eastwood and, oh, and oh, that the, oh, the girl. female character that doesn't show up. It, it, Does she have a kiss, name even? Kissed them both um, at the, before the big fight. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's like, so weird. Hold on, I'm sure she does. That's not confusing. They needed to give them more of a rivalry, so they gave... Um, yeah, but it wasn't at that point. They were already like... 
This uh, movie is very damaging for female characters. It, yeah. Well, not a- for the the actress is the little uh, girl. She, she Adria uh, Aronia. Okay. And uh, she the character is Jules Reyes. Okay. Obviously. We're, God, we're not paying Who did attention. she end up with? I can't remember. Nobody. Neither. Neither? She was in True Detective. Wait, but how did it end, the love triangle? I can't remember. It didn't. It there did was no end. resolution to it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, surely there was some. Don't call Dylan, me it, was, it wasn't. Don't call me Shirley. Oh, wait. No, Scott Eastwood, she like helped. Click, he got click, hurt clack, or something. Click, click, <laughs> Ron's over here. What click, click, clacking. No, she, there was no there was no resolution. I don't believe you. I'm, I'm pretty... going to rewatch this movie. <laughs> Why are you lying? Because there could have been re- resolution none of us remembering it. I saw that three times, okay? Well, you saw what three times? Black Panther. Oh. Remember, it's full circle. He was talking about it's too many movies out. You know, go watch R.I.P. to all the movies who opened after Black Panther. For real. <laughs> you're right, you're Red right, Sparrow, God. Annihilation. I feel like Red Sparrow took a really Love big Simon, hit. Uh, Up until uh, Infinity War. Because Red Sparrow's getting like super negative reviews, and I don't get it. It's not, is it? Isn't it it's, in the low, 50s? it's lower than Tomb Raider. I thought y'all didn't like it. I know. I oh, was it? Y'all said it was predictable or something like it, that? No, because well, we read the book, yeah. It was beat for beat, the book. Okay. But no, the biggest travesty is that Red Sparrow is lower Rotten Tomatoes than Tomb Raider. Shut up. And that's nonsense. It I'm was very it. stylish, too. Like, the cinematography was great. It's 47. Ooh-wee. Tomb Raider's 50. Ooh-wee. Average, what? average score, 5 6, so it's two points higher than Tomb Raider. It's not a crowd pleaser, though. For sure. No, not at all. Well, I enjoyed Red Sparrow. You saw Tomb Raider and not Red Sparrow, Ron. I will go see Red Sparrow. Ooh, no, cause... no, it's fine. Watch it at home. Yeah, you don't need to see it. I mean, whatever. I got a movie pass. And I got, go I got see Wrinkle in Time with us. Oh, yeah, another R.I.P. Wrinkle in Time. We no one went to that either. Yeah, I, they didn't. I don't really care about Wrinkle in Time, though. I mean, I, like, I go watch it, I, enjoyed but the I, don't, book. I don't care. I don't so, know. I heard it's super different from the book, though, right? Apparently. Okay. Uh, apparently, like they they eliminate one of the characters because it's too. I don't forget the reason that they get rid of um, Aunt Beast. I don't remember why. No. Oh, okay. Because it's too. Apparently, it's too fanciful, or something along those lines, which hmm. doesn't make any sense to me in a, in a movie like A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. Look at okay. it. Like, but. Oh, interesting. Yeah, which is weird because Aunt Beast is one of the more interesting characters in the last half of the book. But I mean, that's for our Wrinkle in Time episode that we're never gonna do. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's gonna about do it for us. Um, what's we got a couple of movies coming up? We, we next week we have um, Ready Player One. Oh well, yeah, well this week uh, yes. yeah. Well yeah. Well well I mean episode wise wrong. No, for, oh yeah, yeah yeah for sure my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so next week we have the it's the book and movie review. Yes. Of Ready Player One. Ooh. Um and Ron's then, glaring at me. Do we not? We don't have another movie till Avengers. No. Yeah. The Avengers. Does anything next. matter at this point? Avengers is a month away from today. Right. Yeah. And like that's nothing true. else matters. I don't no, care about Deadpool. Yeah. I don't care about any of these other things. Deadpool's games. after. It's after. Right? Though. Deadpool. I know. You that's what I'm saying. Deadpool but afterwards. like they're all like being promoted like on the radar. But like. like well, because they already know you're going to go see Avengers. Who, ca- who cares at that point? Just give us all the other movies. Just give I, us all the other ones. There is a fan theory from, that I heard from a person who told me that they think they that Disney moved Avengers up because they know Solo is going to be so good they don't want to step on it. <laughs> For bro, yeah, right. Shush. Who said? Who said this? I'll... Was it Matthew? Was your boy? <laughs> sure, man. Wouldn't it be the opposite that Solo is bad, I mean, so it needs some like breathing room? Well, no, they don't want to have the two movies step on each other. Look, look. Solo might be good. Will it? Probably not. There's a tie-in book about the the Daenerys character. Oh, really? Yeah. 
coming the one, up. The main character of the movie. Yeah. She's in the, 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 the front and center on all the posters. Movie, yeah. Oh, God. Um, but anyway, so what do we give these movies? I don't know. Four or five for Pacific Rim, for Dylan. Uh, we'll get Hyde's numbers at some point. <sighs> um, so, yeah, there we go. Uh, mm. I hope none of y'all actually saw those movies because... You could rent Pacific Rim. You can yes. rent either of these. Watch either. Watch, for free. watch either of them. Or like Redbox at some point. If you have a movie watch pass, at some point. if you have a movie pass, you have to see one Pacific Rim. Yeah, it's better. It's a better theater experience. I feel like you don't think so, Ron? Um, yes, I will. Ag- I will agree. Yes, the effects better, are better. It is a it is a better theater movie. Um, for sure. Okay, you know what? While we're here, I know this is off the cuff. Uh, we didn't do this for the last two movies. Do you want to do pre a guess score? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Of for what? Ready Player One. Oh, uh, what do you think it's gonna be? We can't guess the Rotten Tomatoes because that's already out. Oh boy, what is it gonna be I, I, for what, me? I'm I'm gonna put it at an eight, eight oh. That's gonna be my guess. Nine oh, nine oh, nine oh. Yeah, I'm gonna like this movie a lot. All okay, right, I'm gonna say seven. Are you about the right round? I'm gonna do mine right now. Oh, okay, what'd you say? Seven oh, seven oh. All right, only because I didn't really like the book that much. Right. Well. No, no, I did. I do think it'll be a better movie than book. I don't know. Do you really? I'm, Seven five. I'm, I'm anxious to talk about the book next week because I was reading an article this morning from the AV Club about how the I love book the AV Club. about how the book used to be good in 2011 when it came out, mm-hmm. and then post Gamergate, it makes the book. You look at it with a different really? light. Really interesting. Yeah. Huh. It's a really interesting article, like about how the book. I'll, I'll I'll see if I can find it and send it to you. I think it was AV Club. I don't remember. Yeah, I might be talking on my butt. Interesting read. Uh, yeah, um, but it was. Yeah, I read the whole thing. I, to tell you that, like I don't, you know, right, if you read an sure, article, yeah. you do you read the whole thing. For sure. I read the yeah. whole thing. It was interesting. Um, but anyway, um, I think that's gonna about do it. Um, and if you want to come see uh, Ready Player One with us tonight, uh, was it the twenty eighth? Probably. I don't remember the date. Um, Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, the twenty eighth. Tonight, Wednesday, uh, the twenty eighth. Tonight, Wednesday, the twenty eighth. If you're in, uh, if you're in town and you're near the Westheimer location. Uh, that's that. Uh, we're going to go see it at Dunvale, 8 p.m. No reserve seats, so uh, good luck on that. But uh, we're going to go ahead and throw it to our um, our interview that you've been waiting for, our Jeremy Hahn interview. And don't forget, he is going to be in store on Free Comic Book Day. That is the first Saturday in May, which is someday. May 5th. May 5th. May 5th. Yeah. May 5th. Um, he's going to be at the Westheimer store along with several other people. Um, and that is a big, huge event happening at all five stores and all comic stores across the nation. Yes. Um, come on, come on down and get free books and get stuff signed and come hang out with us. Yeah, come hang out. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's always jam packed. Bananas at the Westheimer store. Yeah. Do you see our jam artists? Packed. We have like six. There's some good ones. Here. Yeah, 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 for sure. Can I send y'all my Modoc sketchbook? <laughs> Bro, I got some? you. Because I don't. I haven't seen the Sugarland lineup yet, so I don't know who we have. I got you. Um, but I want a Jeremy Hunt Modoc. That'd be dope. That'd actually be pretty yeah, dope. I don't want that. Um, but anyway, um, so uh, stay tuned uh, right now for uh, this interview with Jeremy Hahn. Here you go. Thanks. Hello, everybody. We are here with Jeremy Hahn, comic book creator known for the beauty, the realm, and many other things. Uh, Jeremy, thank you for coming on our, our show. Hey, thanks, guys. Of course. Um, we're, we have you here because uh, you, uh, as a special announcement, we've already talked about it on the show, but uh, you have a special edition uh, cover of the Realm trade paperback coming out on the 28th. It's going to be exclusive to our store. So thank you so much for doing that. It's, we love it. It's great. Well, I, mean, I had such a great time when I came down for the uh, on my tour for that signing. Uh, I loved being in the store. I loved everybody that I got to talk to. Um, you know, I... and. I, I think that the relationship
relationship with you guys is important to me. I think that the relationship with shops and with fans is, you know, it's, it's what keeps comics going. So uh, I'm happy that we got to do it, and uh, I think we did a cool cover to boot, so that's good. I know. I, I love it. I love it. Um, I love uh, – I'm a, I'm a big D&D fan myself. Um, I actually uh, just got Ronald here into playing D&D, so we're playing in the store um, with – with the general manager and things like that, we've have a we've had a campaign going for gosh over a year now. Over a year, yeah, it's been crazy. Um, yeah, so it's, I love spreading the D and D love, and it was so great to see that adaptation. Are you a big D and D fan yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah, I always have been. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, back in the eighties, my mom thought it was evil. So every time that I would, you know, get a module or a book, she would find it and you know burn it. But uh, oh no, it's horrible. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I was I was always fascinated by it. Um, I really, I love um, all of the Dragonlance and Forgotten Realm novels. They kind of, you know, spun out of my love for uh, Tolkien and Conan and that sort of thing. So, I, you know, I, I love I loved the game and the art from the game and, and, you know, playing with friends and stuff like that. But uh, then the, I found the novels and I just, you know, it, it was, it was a pretty immersive thing. Uh, we actually got back into, you know, when... When Seth and I started working on the realm, we found ourselves talking about D and D constantly and pulling out our old books that we had, you know, players' manual, players' manuals, monster manuals, um, you know, all of like the uh, the the crazy esoteric weapons and armor and stuff like that. Oh, I know. And talking about that, how we could kind of fit and pull those things into the realm, and um, so we both started playing again. Um, so I have a Pathfinder group uh, right now that's going. Oh, Pathfinder! Uh, yeah, I've got. Yeah, I've got. I've got uh, I, you know, I wanted to do just straight D and D, but the guy that we knew that had all the stuff and was the DM, and I could trust that would be an awesome DM was uh, was was a Pathfinder guy. So I was like, eh, it's close enough. Well, but yeah, I, I understand that. Done. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it works. It yeah, works. I mean, My Pathfinder son, is D and D, so. Right, right. It, it really is, and it's, it's. I mean, you know, and they were like, "Hey, we're never gonna, we're never gonna add to this. It's gonna be what it is forever." And now they're doing another edition, so whatever. But uh, yeah. But my son just started a um, a D and D campaign with his buddies. He's thirteen, and he just is incredibly excited about getting to play. And they're doing the the, the box, the new starter module. Oh, okay. And, uh, that's what, it's been kind of fun, not only experiencing it myself again playing on the regular but um but like seeing him and his friends get to enjoy that in the same way it's it's wonderful he's uh, that's awesome he's i love it when um younger uh kids get into D nowadays it's great yeah, um, stranger things took that over it sure did yeah for sure <laughs> um well, i'm noticing that a lot more in the store you know uh, kids coming in want coming in wanting to play um so you're, he's running you through what uh, the fifth edition starter box? Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. It's the a, Lost Minds of Fandelver. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I was going to ask you, do you have a favorite campaign setting? I mean, I know you you name dropped uh, Forgotten Realms and Dragonlance, but uh, do you have a favorite setting? Uh, I mean, the one that I've always been obsessed with because I'm such a horror guy is Ravenloft. I, dude, we just did Ravenloft. Ravenloft was good. Yeah, no, I like that one a lot. We just played the fifth edition Curse of Strahd. It was cool. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, um, yeah. In fact, my my concession that I that 
I, I convinced my buddy who, who's running our, our, our group, I was like, okay, we can do Pathfinder, but we have to do the modded version of it and play like Ravenloft. You know, we have to, we have to do some kind of Ravenloft thing. And so he's, he built, we're playing a Ravenloft story, uh, with Pathfinder stuff. So that's that, amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you talked about uh, you and Seth getting back and playing uh, D and D. Is was that the kind of part of the creative process to write Realm or? Um, it more sprung out of it, I think. Okay. Um, Seth and I, uh, we live about two hours apart. I live in Joplin, and he lives in Kansas City. Oh, well, that's easy. And so <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's nice in some ways, but like you know that that whole thing about when you're, you know, like in order to get to hang out like you want to you have to almost live in the same city otherwise it's really hard for sure uh and, and especially with a, a campaign you know uh, you know he plays a campaign of his own i play a campaign and we just you know talk in the talk about it. but yeah. um but but it really informs uh just kind of the feel of what we were doing i think that i think we had actually we were on i think issue two of the book before we realized that at the same time we had both started campaigns. But I just think that the looking at the art and the stories and all that stuff and kind of going back to immersing ourselves in the fantasy world um, really led to us playing. Awesome. Um, I know I've heard from a lot of um, other people who play D&D and create content, um, you know, writers uh, and such, that they, you know, sort of will put little things from their home game into the content, like you know, Vin Diesel. He does that a lot. Um, uh, have you have you done that with Realm? Is there anything from your home game or any in jokes that you might have snuck in? Um, not not really so much. I mean, I, I love the idea of kind of sneaking background characters and stuff in. Um, you know, right now we've got much of the realm that we've built and, it, and it's such a grand tight you know it, it's it's huge it's, it's massive and expansive but oh, it's yeah. also a tightly plotted story and and like what we're trying to do and what we're trying to get to we're having to work really hard to uh stay on target i think right now and <laughs> yeah so uh i'm sure i think we'll sneak in there i'm sure we'll see characters <laughs> and various things but for right now, we have not. Uh, that that's understandable. If you if you've got a you know got you got a lot to get out there. Um, how long how long do you could, can you see yourself doing the realm? Like how long like can you plot this thing out? Because it's it there's so much content in it. It's it's a really uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah, um, I mean, we've planned it with a big decided beginning, middle, and end. Oh, awesome. Um, we, we know we know how that goes, but if I'm being perfectly honest, sales willing, that plan is like a five-year plan. Awesome. Oh, wow. That's cool. That would be so um, cool. I mean, I, I like, you know, I like long-form stories, and that's what this was designed to be. I tell a lot of things, you know, um, I was just writing a, uh, a horror comic uh, a little bit over the past few days and um in my spare time because I, I, don't, I don't actually have spare time but i <laughs> right. i was feeling time to to write a little bit but uh you know that that horror thing is a is a five issue miniseries and it's you know it's out and it's done and that's what it is 
okay. the realm is something that that we planned to be as ongoing as we wanted it to be and could make it be you know i think a lot of things right now do fit more into the five issue format or something like that um the miniseries and yeah. we wanted to do something that that we could tell for as long as we wanted to tell it and the way that we had that planned you know i mean we're talking we're talking seven, ten trades worth of content. Wow. You know, I mean, it's a weird industry now. And, and I know. The hard, thing, the hard thing is, I mean, you know, um, books do really well, and then people see something shiny over here, and they, you know, kind of stop buying or whatever. Um, I, You know, we've been incredibly lucky so far, fortunate that the response to the realm has been what it was. Uh, you know, the... The the numbers on the first trade were fantastic. Uh, we're hoping that people keep buying, you know, with number six. Um, good things are happening, but you know, I, I just I think it's, it, it is an interesting industry in the way that like uh, the the long form story isn't always as possible as it used to be. You know, because we we still do have to you know have to continue to to feed our families and stuff. Right. So, um, yeah, but but like I said, we're in a very good place right now, and I have no complaints. Yeah, the, the industry does seem to be pushing towards more of a miniseries format. Um, with not how many how many titles have run for more than two or three trades, you know, um, that yeah. aren't you know Batman and stuff. Right. Um, but well, I mean, I'm oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was going to say part. I think part of that also is to a degree our nature as creatives. You know, I have. I, you know, any, ask anyone that, that writes and draws or is a writer what their list of, of stuff that they want to do in their lifetime is. So we all have this laundry list, and it's like, it's like, it's 25 issues long, or sorry, not 25, 25 projects long, you know. And then, so we do a project, and then we manage to add two more. So suddenly we've right. got 27 yeah. projects that we hope to do in our lifetime. You know, this one's a, horror one this one's a an adventure one this one's a you know a crime story and and that list always replenishes itself um you know so i think a lot of creatives right now are always in that spot where they're like they like to stick and jab they like to tell the the short story so then they can move on to the next thing right and i have that temptation too and i think it's, it's part of the reason why i've realized that while i have been known predominantly as an artist in my career. Um, I, I need to make sure that I'm writing as much as possible too, because that's the only way I'm going to be able to tell the stories that I want to, and I can't draw them all. Right, but, right, yeah. right, right. So, um, so you have the realm and beauty, and you wrote and drew most of those. Um, is there anything solo-wise that you want to work on in the future? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I keep talking about doing a couple of projects um, that I would both write and draw. Um, you know, the, the unfortunate truth about that is that when you're working on a book, especially a regular series like The Realm that's going to be coming out, um, you know, on the image schedule, um 
there's not a lot of time to, to really sit and draw other stuff. You know, it, I, I'm not as fast as I used to be. I think I keep adding more and more little details to my work. Right, um, and that's always good, so. You know, I mean, I, look, I, I not only do, you know, I know that you as fans, you know, the fans love the attention to detail and love what we put into these books, but I do too. I'm a fan too. Like, I, you know, I get lost in, you know, um, these amazing pages of artwork. Uh, you know, I, there, there are guys, you know, um, that I very, very specifically follow just because I want to stare at their work for hours and hours. Yeah, I agree with uh, that one too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's the best. and It's part of the joy of comics. Um, you know, I just, it, it's hard for me to be able to say, you know, like, oh, I'm going to definitely write and draw a bunch of stuff before long. I do know that I'm going to be writing a lot of stuff and I've got a lot of artistic partners that, I, that I'm going to work with closely on it that I like. Um, you know, that'll be happening. It's just, again, scheduling is always a... Of course. I mean, with with adults and adult jobs, it makes it a lot harder to make anything happen, you know, let alone, you know, let alone a and d campaign, you know, <laughs> never mind professional stuff. Um, but I know, right. I know you're saying, you know, you'd love to do lots of things. Are there, is there like sort of a, a, a dream creator that you would love to team up with? Um, not to put the, uh, you know, not, not to jinx anything, of course. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm such a huge horror fan. Um, I'm good friends with Ben Temple Smith. And oh, cool. uh, we get on really well, and I love his stuff forever. Um, I think Ben and I should, you know, I, I'd love to write something for Ben someday. Uh, you know, I know he does a lot of writing on his own, too, and he's incredibly talented that way. But I would love to write a horror story and have Ben draw it. I think that that would be fantastic. Yeah, that, that would um, be neat. No, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I love his stuff. You know, there's a lot of people. I mean, I love, you know, I mean, there's there's a litany of artists that I, that I, you know, am blown away by that I'd love to work with. Uh, but I mean, I'm also a realist in the way that, like, yeah, there's there's guys that I love, but we're all so busy, and that's that becomes right. a hard thing too. I think that, like, even me saying that, like, I'd love to work with Ben. I don't, I don't, you know, we've joked about it before, but like, you know, I his schedule might clear up in a year and might, might clear up in, you know, a year and a half, you know, it's always that weird balancing act that we do. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is always uh, difficult to make time and schedules work together for certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, you know, and comic, I'm oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say comic, comics is tricky. Like, like that's, you know, um, I mean, not get too far in the weeds with it. Like, uh, this is this is an industry where, um, you know, I, I joked about it earlier, but like this is this is you know an industry where men and women are sitting in dark studios for long hours. Oh yeah, you know, for sure. On their own, you know, like 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 uh, the average book that you get in your hands that takes seven to fourteen minutes to read um, takes a group of you know a lot of people. Um, 
months, you know, over months, yeah. over a month to put together. Right. Um, you know, and, and I think that there's a lot of logistics behind it and there's a lot of, um, you know, figuring out how to survive the process for us, um, to keep at it day in and day out. Um, and then, you know, the industry itself is hard because I think that, you know, uh, as retailers, you guys, you know, you guys have to take a risk on these things, and, and you know, you don't always know if it's going to work, and we don't always know that that retailers are going to order it. And so there's, it's, it's, it's very complex, but I, I think that ultimately it's done out of a lot of love for the industry. Right. Yeah. It does. It, it's a lot of stuff that goes into it with uh, doing this stuff and going to the comic uh, stores and meeting the fans and meeting the people who, yeah, that helps who buy a lot. your books. It does help a lot for sure. Because I can tell you that you know the amount of people that subscribe to our book because you were here just subscribe to the realm because you were here increased dramatically. Right. You know they got to meet you, talk to you and you got to tell them about it and you know just that personal touch that some creators like to give really um, gives some books um, more legs than they might have gotten otherwise. Yeah, I will, and, and I mean, that that interaction is incredibly important to me. I, I have a lot of people, you know, I mean, you guys were there. I did that crazy tour. Um, right. It was early on when I was at the shop, but shops, but, um, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I did that. I go to a lot of conventions. I go to, I, I intentionally go to smaller regional shows um, and, and do store signings at places, and people are always like, man, that's like why? Why do you go to those? You know, those small shows. Why do you go to store signings and stuff like that? And I'm always like, because I get to meet the people that that I'm making these things right. for. The people who are and, actually reading the books, yeah, and buying the books. Actually, yeah. well, and even even I mean, like you said, you know, like I when I was a kid, I you know I would meet a I'd meet a writer or an artist that was doing a signing at a shop, or I would meet. You know, somebody, you know, when, when I was a kid, you know, going to these shows, it was early enough on that it wasn't crazy like it is now, you know, and, and you know, I, I got to meet, you know, I, I got to meet people, you know, I remember meeting, you know, like, uh, uh, Art Adams the first time, you oh, know, that's and, cool. and yeah, you know, and, and like, like just looking at his pages and what that did to me and talking about his work and, you know, I, I like this work anyway, but man, I really like out of that I went and and you know, followed him even more and understood more about him. And I think that now we have that opportunity, um, you know, and, and it's it's a good thing and a bad thing too. I mean, I think that like you know, I think that that there are instances where, um, you know, especially with social media where it bites you in the butt, you know the interaction sometimes but i've had such good interaction with fans that that i you know i can't ever i don't know i i it means the world to me yeah that's all you can hope for is uh just good interactions with your fans and build that fan base from there um i did i had another uh, D D question for you i'm curious what what do you play what is your go-to do you have a go-to character in class or and like what, what so what, what are you in your pathfinder game uh, well, we're doing two. We're actually doing two right now. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm running three games so, right now. I know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I did my first. Um, 
uh, in my first foray back in the first one that we're playing the the uh, the one that is um, the Ravenloft campaign. Uh, I'm 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 a drow fighter. <laughs> oh, and, oh, a drow fighter. Oh, nice. Ron, Ron is a yeah. drow wizard. I'm a drow wizard. Yeah. Ah, good. Yeah. No, I well, <laughs> and he's an ass. My character's an asshole. Like, of he's, course. He's, he's he's he's. I mean, you know, he he's. Uh, I think there's there's some depth that I've really managed to get to with him, but he you know he's kind of just is always a little bit of a self serving jerk. For he's sure. kind of charm, charming about it. That's and great. <laughs> a little bit like me, I don't know, but um, but yeah, so I, I just went I went pretty simple with that one. We kind of needed a tank character in, okay. in that one. We had a lot of squishy people, and so sure. I was like, okay, I'll I'll just do this. But the second campaign that we're playing, um. I wanted to play a character. Uh, Starfinder came out. Oh, I love Starfinder. Right the time, that we, and and I was really excited for it. I like totally. Like, it made me think of uh, a Spelljammer. Oh, that, funny you mentioned that, Jeremy, because uh, we're actually playing a fifth edition Spelljammer mod that I wrote <laughs> in the store. Awesome. That's what Ravenloft awesome. in, uh, led into. It was. It's great. We're in space right oh, now, fighting beholders. That is. Lovely. So you so you did you did a uh, Starfinder character. Well, okay. So, but the whole thing was so we're doing it's it's another it's it's actually a module of course playing uh, uh, for for this one um, because the the DM didn't have time to spend a lot of time writing something you know whole cloth absolutely Uh, and so uh, you know but she's awesome and, and and is very good at making it fun beyond the module itself but basically the base of it's the module. And so, um, and so we, uh, but I, I really wanted to do a Starfinder thing and we, we just couldn't make it happen because, you know, just the base stuff's out right now. And so, um, so I was like, okay, my character, something is wrong with him and he thinks he's in Starfinder. So he's a gunslinger. Amazing. That fires pistols, but like he's like pew pew, like he <laughs> and he constantly cool. talks about like the alien races and everything in Starfinder. So he's like, "Oh, you're this, you know, like you're this," and they're like, "What are you, what are you talking about?" You know, you know, like, <laughs> uh, you know, like there's this character that that uh, is a, a sub weird subclass, and um, I'm like, "Oh, you know, you're an android," and he's like. No. What, what? What do you mean? Like, um, <laughs> so yeah. So I'm, I'm the crazy guy that, that thinks he's in outer space fighting aliens. And <laughs> That's awesome. Fighting, space Deadpool. You know, normal stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Awesome. Cool. So uh, we got one more question for you. Uh, sure. Can you tell us anything about the next arc of Realm? That uh, won't be spoilery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna spoil the whole thing. No, uh, the next arc of the realm, um, we, for the first arc, it was so big and so epic, and we were trying to really introduce you to all these the care, characters for sure. and the, the the themes of it and everything like that. And we, I mean, that we were we're incredibly happy with what we did. I think we we actually made a five issue story that was epic, and and that's hard to do. I think I, I really I, I don't think that that happens all the time. That is very. And so hard I'm to really do. proud of what we, but we really wanted to go in and do to kind of 
pull back a tiny bit and give you a little bit more character. Okay. With the second arc. And so, um, issue six, what we did was um, we, uh, Ben, the orc slayer from, from the series, yes. and Rook uh, are off the chasing rogue. after, yeah, 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 our, our resident rogue. <laughs> uh, ben, ben and and Rook are off chasing after uh, some of the orcs that, that survived after the big battle. So they're going to see if they can, you know, hunt, hunt down these these injured orcs and, and, and kill them. And uh, so that's that's issue six, and it just focuses on those two. And then um, issues uh, seven through. Ten, uh, we cut, we're kind of doing something that has you know still see a lot of the other characters and the other stories and fit everything in, but we kind of wanted to do a a bit more with uh, Will and Molly and Zach and and um, and uh, and Dave, but a lot with David. Um, you know, uh, and, and kind of let you know a little bit more about them and their characters, and um, and, oh, and Eli too. Eli's in there, but um, but we kind of wanted to do a dungeon crawl. <laughs> yes, so, awesome. <laughs> this sounds good. Please, two yeah, horrors, yeah. please. Yeah, just, well, just go. Yeah, with the no, tumors. yeah, we 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 uh, yeah, we, we were like, well, that's you know, that fit everything that we wanted to do. We wanted we wanted to let you guys you know give him for more information about these characters, about a little bit about where they come from and why, you know, and, and even showing, um, highlighting characters a little bit. Like, like I, Seth and I, like, adore one of our favorite characters is Molly. Um, she's, you know, I, she's awesome. Uh, and, and there's a lot to her character that we really built in that we haven't really been able to explore. She's, she's, you know, while I think Will kind of sets up and is like the de facto leader, I really feel like it's a series of a two-hander, and it's kind of Will and Molly as leaders. Right, leader for together. sure. Yeah, and, yeah, it kind of felt that way. Yeah, you know, she, she's a badass, man. She's, she's, <laughs> like, she's, she's awesome. And, uh, yeah, but, so, you know, we really wanted to bring Molly to the forefront and, and, and show more about her and, and you know, kind of... Uh, do it in a setting with uh, creepy monsters and stuff, and uh, you know tunnels and and traps, dungeons, and you know we don't have any dragons. <laughs> no dragons, you know, okay. But, but but we have dungeons. So well, tunnels and trolls, there, right? Awesome. That funny. sounds exciting. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, can't, can't yeah. wait. That's going to be awesome, and we can't wait. And we also can't wait to have you in store again on a free comic free book comic day. day, May fifth. May fifth. Yeah. First Saturday that of is May. Coming up. It is. It's, I know. It's already in. It's already April, basically. I know. This is <laughs> oh, getting out yeah. of hand. It's, it's, it's terrifying. I was like, oh, hey. No, it's almost. It's it, it's almost April. Yeah. So, so and just just a little over a month. Yeah. yeah. And a fair warning: our free comic book day at the Westheimer location is bananas. Bonkers. Yeah. Yes. Um, lines right. out the door. Lines out the door around the building all day. It is. Uh, it's it's something Fun to times. behold. We had uh, Rob Guillory from Chew here last year, and he was just like, I've never seen this before. <laughs> like, it's like to see. That's good. I, you know, I mean, being there being there for, for the signing for uh, Batman Day 
during my tour. Um, you know, I got to see a hint of that sort of thing. I think you guys have got a great community. You've really built, you know, something special. Yeah, we try. Houston's a, Houston's a big city anyway, but I yeah, think that, like, like, you've kind of, it, you've managed to to have a, a group of, of, you know, especially the, the big store, you know, it, it's, it's a big shop, but it still has that, that personal feel, and that's a nice thing. Yes. Yeah, we really try to. Definitely. Um, and before you go, uh, do you have any social medias that you'd like to plug here? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I do. All I know you're on Twitter. Videos. Yeah, too too much. In fact, uh, <laughs> I do. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram under Jerhan at Jerhan J E R H A U N. Awesome. Uh, and I'm on Facebook just under my name, Jeremy Hahn. Perfect. But, um, you, yeah, and we also have um, we have a realm a realm uh, Facebook page too. That oh, you cool. Can check out. Uh, yeah, we just put fun stuff on there. There's some stuff that you know we release, kind of you know sneak peeks and process videos and various things. Yeah, I follow that, it. Um, it's, it's worth a follow. Oh, awesome. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, and we we can't wait to see you in just over a month. Yeah, we'll hang out. That'll be great. Yeah, right. Well, thank you, Jeremy. And there you have it. That was our interview with Jeremy Hahn, comic creator of Realm, The Beauty, and other things. Uh, and we're really looking forward to uh, seeing him on Free Comic Book Day. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Dude. May the 5th at the Westheimer location. And that was a lot of fun talking to him. And thank yes. you again, uh, Jeremy Hahn. Guy. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, at Jer Hahn, H-A-U-N, uh, J-E-R-H-A-U-N. Yes. I guess I should spell the whole thing there out. You know. Uh, put it in the description. And don't forget to follow us at BRC Uncanny on Twitter. On Twitter. And on Facebook at Uncanny Universe Podcast. Yes. Uh, obviously. Yes. What else would it be? Um, but thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate the support, the streams, the downloads, the whatevers, the shares, the likes, the We got a question. Eight. Oh, we got a, we got a we question. We got a question from like two weeks ago, so I forgot about it. Ronald. Uh, it, it's not important. Ron, why are you so lit? You know, you know. I'll, I'll answer that for Ron. Okay, I appreciate. Why it. is Ron so lit? It's the hair. Thanks. It's I appreciate hair. it. But uh, thank I think you. I was born into the lit game. But you know. no family. Okay. But thank you all <laughs> so much for downloading us. We really appreciate your support. Later, guys. It's Ron. It's Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. It's not I. No, it's Dylan.